Welcome back to the Soul Pathways podcast. I'm Alyssa Hatchard, your host and your guide through this transformative journey. In today's episode titled Believe, we will embark on the first part of our three-part series. This chapter is called The Knowing. It dwells into the profound realization that each of us is destined for something greater. It's a recognition that often comes with fear, leading many to hide or run rather than confront this innate truth. So we will explore the patterns of numbing out, escapism, and the temptation to dissociate from our true purpose. Through my own personal experiences, including a massive moment in time with the mermaid, I will share how I realized the existence of a larger force guiding our paths, a force we're often blind to. So remember, within each of us lies the answers we seek. Join me today as we uncover the deeper layers of understanding and embrace the notion that there's so much more to know. So let's dive into the knowing and unravel the threads of belief, courage, and self-discovery. Are you ready to explore the depths of your soul's calling? Let's begin. From a very young age, I had this odd understanding and knowing in which I just could not explain. I just knew at times that there was more than we could see within our reality. I just knew I was you know, special and I had this special purpose that I must share with the world. And for so long, I was running far away from this knowing I was your typical popular girl in school, talent queen. Um, I grew up with your typical family, an engineer for a father and a nurse for a mother. I had two siblings, lived in a five-bedroom house on our own little hill, paradise you might call it. And I always had everything I needed when I needed it, you know, new clothes, new shoes, um, hair care, going away for birthdays, you name it. Really spoiled to say the least. So yeah, some would say I had a pretty average and good upbringing, but that's where so many people are wrong. I grew up with these massive pressures from society and even if intentionally or not, even from family, you know, and people around me and around the world, um, I was feeling that pressure. And I know many of you feel and suffer from that pressure today. Um, and, and this really just started really early on in my life. And this is when I started burying my truth, really burying my identity. I was looking at everyone for answers and what to do, what to wear, what to be, you know, for half of my life. And obviously, growing up in a village in the middle of nowhere didn't help. Most people just grew up and everyone kind of did the same thing. They either, you know, took over their family business or, you know, started a family at a young age. And well, that just was not the life for me. It just wasn't in my cards. It wasn't in my destiny. I never wanted to stay in my village. I always wanted to go away, get away. And and I just knew that I was meant for more. And I was. So I know if those that are listening, you can understand that feeling when you're made for something more. And even on the darkest days, the darkest hours, something else that you can't see is kind of pulling you forward, propelling you, even quite literally pushing you forward 
in a unique direction. And you can't seem to explain this to anyone because, well, no one would really understand, right? So fast forward, um, I there I was. The running continued, but so did my knowing. There I was. I was numb. I had spent 21 years of my life at this point following in the footsteps of society, going the traditional route, going to university, getting a degree, getting a safe job, you know, safe career, and... And I really wasn't even using it. And, and I put myself into, into everything. I tried everything to find that thing, that, that part of me that I was looking for. You know, that part of me that really wanted to feel whole. I even, you know, turned to strangers, friends, relationships, careers, um, food, alcohol, even drugs, just kind of looking for answers. I even tried traveling for answers. Nothing really just seemed to stick. Okay. And then, and then I, I began pushing away and distancing myself from people, letting this longing and these questions spin so far out of control. I started feeling anxious. I spent a lot of time depressed and alone. I began trying to micromanage and control every single day of my life and everyone around me. That wasn't healthy. And, and sure enough, one day there I was, I was, Sitting on my balcony, I was looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains where I was working at the time on the top of a mountain in a little lake called Lake Louise. If you know it, it is absolutely magical. It's like a whole time warp in that area, which I will talk about at another date, but, but there I was. I was physically there. I was in Lake Louise. I was on my balcony, but I was also just so far away from my body. I was numbing away, I was running away from my callings, my knowing, really just filling myself up with darkness inside and around me, like I'd been for so many previous years of my life, right? And, and there I was, I sat there on my balcony after living in this apartment for over a year, okay? I noticed something. It was this knowing now in physical form. The universe was now talking to me literally shouting to me in my face. There was this mermaid, this mural, painted in the corner of my balcony wall. It was many shades of black, gray, white, purple, blue, with hints of pink and orange just kind of all mixed together, creating this beautiful mermaid. Not once did I ever notice the mermaid until this very day. This beautiful mermaid was opening up this knowing all over again, but this time in a more powerful, soul-changing kind of way for the very first time in my life. And it only made sense to me at that very moment. Soul was trying to lead. I had gotten a call earlier that morning. It was from my mom. She told me that my cousin had passed away. My cousin was murdered. And when she was found, her mermaid tattoo was the only recognizable way to identify her. And there I was, sitting on my balcony, looking straight into the mermaid, finally seeing and listening. I was being called to follow my knowing. It was time to awaken, and it was time to let soul lead. I think to myself, you know, all the time, how did I not notice this mermaid right in front of me? How did I never notice this unbelievably beautiful and mystical mural until now? I'd lived here for a year and a half almost. But the bigger picture was, 
my soul's path, my destiny, whatever you want to call it, it wasn't until then did it all become clear. All those years of running, wanting, praying, they were just my human test. Finally, I was seeing and starting to believe that soul was trying to speak back. I had all the answers I'd been looking for. I just wasn't really listening. I find this now in so many people's lives and my clients and my friends and my family. Sometimes people have just known for years what they want and need to do or achieve. And it could be right in front of them. But they spend so much time believing in or not believing in the signs. Not trusting that inner guided knowingness. Not believing in themselves. So it was that day that I decided it was time for me to listen. And nothing was going to hold me back any longer. The next few days quickly passed. And there I was. I decided it was time to leave my job. And on the last day of work in the mountains, it was a busy day. And, you know, for the most part, felt like any other ordinary day. However, I met a stranger who heavily assured me of my journey ahead. It was like that last slap in the face or that I kind of needed really to kind of propel me and further in my knowing and my thinking in ways I'll never forget. She reminded me of my inner knowing. She made me believe in myself and my journey. Like a messenger from the universe coming to assure me that I was making the right move. And that I am exactly where I need to be on this journey at this very moment. Now, do you ever get those messages that just come out of nowhere, but you just know they are directly for you? Or when you hear something and simply, you know, or just end up going somewhere and meeting someone and they mirror back to you exactly what you were thinking? Like a message directly for you in only a way you could understand and hear. I call this spirit at work. And am I ever grateful that spirit was there at work that day? Sometimes it just takes these life-changing moments, big or small, to hear this knowing. Sometimes it also takes just hearing and seeing it in many forms until it cracks you open enough just to believe, to let the light in just a little bit. Sometimes it comes through and shows up in different ways to different people. No message is the same. Everything is unique to one's own journey and where they are at the time on that journey, right? So knowing can also feel different for everyone at different stages of their life. And I know some spend their whole lives running. Some run so far they create an entirely new reality and truth so far removed from themselves really forgetting and shutting out the knowing for a lifetime. Listening to people tell them what they should do, running in the opposite direction of pure joy. Why? Because it, it's easier. It feels less risky. It's less scary to do what's safe, to follow someone else's direction rather than your own. I learned doing this does not lead you to happiness. And instead, it makes you think, wow, I should have just listened and believed in my knowing in the first place. Like my story. I wish I had not waited so long to trust in my knowing that it took such a dark moment for everything to come to light. So before we step into the end of this podcast episode, <laughs> I want to walk you through a ritual and exercise. So please... 
Um, take the time to really just step back, um, be here now, and begin to really stop and look around at everything you're doing and experiencing in your reality right now. So think to yourself, is this what you dreamed of for yourself? Is this what you believed or knew to be true for you in this lifetime? Now I'm not saying, you know, you need to do anything drastic or crazy, like change careers, quit your job, not have a baby, not get married or etc. No, I'm not in the slightest saying that. For some of you, that will be living in your truth. But for the majority, I imagine if you are reading or listening to me and following me now, it is because you are not entirely satisfied with the life you're living right now. And you feel like something is missing. Something just isn't quite right. And you're looking to let your soul lead. Living in your truth becomes a reality the day you decide to take control of your life and live the life you want to live and do the things daily that bring you happiness and joy. And I will add, there are always going to be things in life that we sometimes have to do even though we'd rather not, and they don't bring us joy. But if you can keep these to a minimum, it will help. And I love to suggest an 80-20 rule with most things in life. So if you can ensure the majority of your time is spent doing the things you love for yourself, then you'll be on the path to success for sure. So now let's really, really get into this ritual I was talking about. I ask you now to step into soul time and to tap into your innate intuition. Taking some deep breaths, breathing in for the count of four or six, whatever feels right, and release for as long as you can. So do this about three or four times as long as you need, taking a deep breath in, and exhaling, and we'll do that again together. And exhale. When you feel ready, I ask you to try to really tap into this unique knowing. Tap into your soul. Find somewhere, something to write, to record on. And now take notes of all the things that come to mind that you enjoy, that you would love to be doing or doing more of. That might be painting, singing, dancing, helping others, cooking, anything that makes you feel alive and brings you joy. List these things now. Picture them. Visualize them. Feel them. And also think about how you can just simply do more of that in your life right now. Ask yourself if money, time, excuses, or the opinions of others were not an issue, what would you be doing with your valuable time? Tap into that knowing that rests deep inside you. Write this out. Be honest. Once you have the answer or answers, ask yourself if you're making time for those things in your life right now. If not, then how can you take steps, even baby steps, to do so? Without sounding cheesy and cliche, we are only here once in this body with this unique soul journey. So why wouldn't you want to live authentically and wholly in your truth? 
doing things that light you up and make you glow and bring you joy and really live a full life. Like I've said before, you may be happy in many areas of your life, but you aren't glowing. You aren't doing the things that bring you joy. You aren't taking the time for you. If you have a family and children, I know this can be more difficult, but I guarantee if you start doing more things for you, your family may well start to notice positive changes in your attitude and behavior. And really, it creates this ripple effect. Everyone around you will benefit if you're living in your truth. So I want to finish this first podcast episode off with a couple more what I call soul inquiries. And I hope you enjoyed that, that mini um, visualization ritual. But here's, here's my favorite. And I will be ending all episodes with soul inquiries, just so you're aware. <laughs> so, so yes, let me leave you with this. Ask yourself, what is your deepest soul truth, your deepest desire, your deepest dream, your deepest knowing? Think about that. Now, the second one is what visions, thoughts, or feelings come to mind? What feelings, thoughts, and visions come to mind? And lastly, if you could do anything in this lifetime, what is one thing you would do? Sky's the limit. If you could do anything in this lifetime, what is one thing you would do? Thank you guys for tuning in and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode.